good. Yes. Great job. Um, I know she just, um, stepped out. Oh, you're back. <laughs> some water. I was just okay. like, okay, while we're doing the DJ set, I'll just grab some water really fast. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. I have to, um, I, I will be right back. My phone. <laughs> <laughs> we promise we will all be here at the same time in a few minutes. <laughs> No, I was afraid I was going to start. So we're broadcasting on Twitter spaces. Okay. So that's one place. And it's on YouTube. Like it's in several places. So um, my phone, because Caitlin is also here from Full Cult and Into the Meta. So Into the Meta is broadcasting it. So what was happening is that I was hearing myself talk. God. So, so, hey, everybody, I see some people here. And then my some mom people... just joined. <laughs> I told my mom to come and my mom and I, yeah, I, I don't know. Hey, She's mom. probably trying to figure out how to get it. <laughs> but yeah, so this is a little bit different. We thought we would mix it up on Friday night. Um, Sasha and I became friends through the stars on TikTok. <laughs> so very short. And, yes. you know, we started talking about cryptocurrency and I found out that businesses and crypto have their own, um, like charts and I got really charts. excited yeah. and I got really excited about that. We started talking about Luna because I was saying we had this, you know, massive crash. I had a good bit of them and lost my money. <laughs> so I just sort of wanted to, um, get, you know, some insight behind that. But, you know, in case you're new here, I can go ahead and do some intros. Um, I'm Kellyanne, if you don't know who I am. I'm an entrepreneur. I have a few businesses and I work on social good projects at the intersection of Web 2 and Web 3. Um, I started my career as a journalist and blogger, and it just seems like that never leaves me. And I always end up like interviewing people, <laughs> like no matter like, what I'm doing. And, um, yeah, and I just wanted to say, like, as a friendly reminder, this is not financial advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. Um, I'm always told I have to say this is not financial advice, but I guess I can tell you what I would do. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, since I was a little girl, I've looked to the stars. Um, in case you're wondering, I'm a Leo sun and a Leo rising and a whole bunch of other things that Sasha knows better than me. <laughs> um, but I know those two. I I always think I'm like Leo Leo, which I know means something. Um, it probably a lot means of, a lot of Leo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're meant to be in the spotlight. Don't <laughs> away from it. Yeah. But my grandfather used to talk to me about the planets and stars, you know, almost every day. And since then, you know, I've continued to look at that and try to learn from that. So when I found you on TikTok, Sasha, you went but you know, you went viral earlier this year. And when I found you, I was like, I have to ask her. <laughs> I was, you know, really excited because I know you understand things about this, like that I don't, and I'm trying to learn. Um, so yeah, so we're very excited to get the big scoop. And I know you have been doing this for a long time. I know you have been doing this for 16 years. <laughs> yes. Somehow, somehow, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you are a master astrologer. You've been doing this for 16 years. Um, you're also a healer. I want to make sure yes. I say that. Yes, yes. <laughs> a healer. So uh, you do photography, graphic design, also writing, and you are CEO of the Vertex Astrology. 
And that's where you use your expert knowledge of astrology and healing to guide those seeking transformation into a path of healing self-discovery and ultimately their true power. And I will say that when you read my chart and you told me I need to take advantage of all this crazy stuff happening, <laughs> I was like, okay, it really, it really did help put things into perspective. Um, yeah. So I basically say yes to everything now because <laughs> I know that, you know, I'm there, um, you know, I'm on this like fun path, but um, I don't want to give too much away. Do you want to tell us more? Because I know you can tell sure. Yeah. I have a really loud motorcycle apparently like I don't know outside of my house <laughs> randomly that's Los Angeles for you okay um wait so do you want to hear more about me or do you want to hear about more about like how astrology works with have everything having its own chart like where should we start well um how about can we start maybe with TikTok and talk about like yes. okay. how you ended sure. up getting on TikTok which is like I think a yes. place where you've been reaching lots of people this year <laughs> Yes. So, you know, I, I've been on social media, like, like any good millennial, um, you know, trying to put my stuff out there and I've been doing astrology for a very long time, but it was just actually in 2019 when I started to really go full time with it because there were so many things that were going on in our world that really prompted people to look deeper inwards, to take more time for introspection and to start to seek answers as to like why things are happening the way they are. Why are they going through certain experiences at particular times? And as somebody who's obsessed with details, uh, which is why I think I got so obsessed with astrology is because there, there is an un there, there's a never ending just well of knowledge that you can continue to probe as you learn. Like I still am finding out new things all the time. Um, but so, you know, like people started to look at like, why is this happening? Why is that happening? And I started, I, I started that like very, very young as a teenager, because what I started to observe is that astrology is just complex pattern recognition. And I think this is for something like for the skeptics uh, in the audience that are like, how, how does this work? Um, I, I'm like, okay, well, it's, you're essentially analyzing data points. So you've got a certain set of data points of where everything was located at the time of your birth. And then you're analyzing where like the current set of data points where they intersect. And then you can, and then through these essentially mathematical equations, um, you are getting a result of some sort. Now, astrology is still kind of esoteric in nature, especially the kind that I practice because I skew modern. I do use some traditional techniques for anybody who is a well-versed astrologer in the audience. Uh, and with that, like, I, you know, I just, I like to study particularly like how things affect us from an internal level. So I'm not the most predictive astrologer, though I do enjoy studying patterns like what we're doing with Luna today, where you can really see why specific events and specific times will affect specific places, people, everything has a chart. It's essentially your energetic signature. And, uh, and everything, you know, has some sort of point of conception. And how I got onto TikTok was... Essentially, I've been, you know, on all the different social media platforms and 
I had friends that kept pushing me onto TikTok for years. And as a very stubborn tourist, it took me like two years before I agreed to actually go on TikTok. But then I finally did. And then I guess people thought I was informative and also funny. So that's what happened. I don't know. And so then I blew up a little bit and I found, and you found me, which was, which was amazing. Cause I think you're like the coolest person ever. And it's, I'm just, I'm always like, so starstruck. I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> Kelly's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I forget what I was, I was searching. I, there's some search term. What in the heck was oh, I? Oh, the clip season. I remember you told me you, you, you were like put in the hashtag and I, I, I knew that eclipse season was going to be a big topic of conversation before it happened. So I added the hashtag to the system. So I think that was like the first or second video that came yeah. up. Because someone said, oh, eclipse season is coming. Eclipse, eclipse yeah, yeah, season yeah, yeah. is coming. And I was like, what is that to happen? And so, yeah, I got on TikTok and I found you <laughs> by searching. Um, yeah, and I remember searching for that, like Mercury retrograde, because it was like, there was all this stuff happening. And yeah. I was listening to someone and I was like, oh, what's going to happen? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I, you know, I think it's really interesting how it's not just people, but it's places, it's businesses, it's entities, yes. it's crypto, it's everything has its own birth chart. So I, I really found that to be mind blowing um, and really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's even why like the U.S. is going through what it's going through right now, because if you if you look at the U.S.'s natal chart, like the point of inception of the country it uh, at the very end of February, it came upon its Pluto return, which Pluto takes a couple hundred years to make around. And it's a death and rebirth of the country. So just, you know, heads up on that. <laughs> so this is gonna look, the whole country is gonna look completely different in like two years um, in a lot of ways, but it's in the second house of finances in particular. So I do think that has a lot of ramifications for like crypto, like the currency that we're using. The second house is also our value system. So we're going to be really like overhauling the things that are important to us as a nation. But yeah, everything has its chart. And then I totally just didn't even mention my company. So I started, uh, I, so I'm like, I should probably talk about that because that's, that's my entire personality now. That's my entire personality now. Like since I launched this company, it's, it's, it's like, I have an infant, like, this is what I do. It's my life. So, um, which, you know, you, you've launched companies, you know, exactly how that is. Uh, anyway, so I, yeah, so I, I started this company in 2020, but it officially, officially began at the very, very end of 2021. That's when I, you know, like made it like a real, real entity. And the whole purpose of it is like, my mission is to make astrology more accessible because I think that there is a weird combination of just really watered down information that makes people think astrology is full of shit. Am I allowed to curse on here? Yes, I don't think okay. we do. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't there are any rules. <laughs> okay, 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 cool. Okay, because you know you know how I speak. So I'm like, do I have to censor myself? Yeah. I'm sure. We're okay. in the DeFi world, so. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. I get to be myself. All right, great. Yeah. So basically that area of astrology is full of shit. And then, uh, then there's the really in-depth, like complex astrology, but the problem is I think those spaces are very difficult for anybody who's a newcomer to get into because they are very complex and it's like 
not really meant to be easy to understand. So my goal is to make it more accessible, to make it easier for newcomers to really understand like and how to track astrology. Like I really want to bring it to a wider audience because I think it's a really useful tool. Like for instance, what we're done talk about today where you can even track these things for your own investments, which that's a, obviously is a very practical application to your life. Uh, and then again, not financial advice, but you know, kind of, uh, <laughs> but not officially. So, uh, so yeah. And, and my, so my company, I launched a subscription service where I have like a bi-weekly, really thorough, really in depth, as you've seen, uh, you know, breakdown of everything that you can experience over the next two weeks between every new and full moon, um, with video content, you know, like, e like I try to make it easy with explanations of like where everything is happening also specifically like in your chart. So how is this affecting you? So it's not overly general. And yeah, so that's, that's, that's kind of like my whole goal is just to make this easier to understand and to bring it to more people because it really is a worthwhile tool. Uh, like I have clients constantly like telling me like your reading like changed my life because I also do one-on-one -on -one readings. And that's because with astrology, you kind of get like a roadmap. It's like having a cosmic GPS instead of just totally winging it and like, you know, throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. And really what astrology is, is it does not create things. It indicates patterns. It's like the weather, you know, you're seeing the weather forecast, like the weather man or woman isn't making it rain. They're just showing you that based on the patterns they're analyzing that it, there's a high likelihood of that happening and for you to be prepared. So astrology is kind of the same way. Which yeah. brings me to the farmer's almanac. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the talks that I would have with my grandfather about, you know, the moon, the cycles of the moon. And, you know, um, you know, that's why, you know, he would look to the stars and the sky and, you know, he would tell me how like, you know, the different phases um, would affect animals and, um, so from what I understand, but correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> that's why things in the sky and the, you know, in space can affect humans. Yeah. I mean, we're all interconnected, you know, we're all interconnected and actually like speaking of animals, this is a little bit of a joke, but kind of not like even your animals, just how they have their own individual personalities. They also have their own birth charts. <laughs> so, I have... I, this is the most LA thing I've ever said in my life, but I have read my friend's cat's chart. Yeah. <laughs> Very LA, I guess. So LA, I know, I know. Nobody, nobody else is gonna like understand that, but it's, uh, but it's a real thing, and and it 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 like it's accurate. It's because it all I'm doing is you know just like I'm just showing the patterns. I'm not you know it's not like I'm creating anything. It's it's like. We all have our own unique makeup and astrology is just one barometer by which you can read that and understand. Like, I feel like it's interesting to me because like in the business world, especially I see a lot of people put like, I'm an ENTP or I'm an ENFJ or whatever, but like astrology is that, but even more complex. And I like, I love how people can get on board with Myers-Briggs, but then sometimes they're like, oh, but saying I'm an Aquarius moon, that's, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But it's kind of, it's, it's kind of the same thing. In fact, yeah, it's yeah. more in depth because it's a really ancient study that uh, before it was 
simplified in like the seventies with like horoscope magazines and stuff. Uh, it was very much a revered study. So yeah. <laughs> now we have something in the, uh, the crypto and NFT space called a rug pool, which basically means people basically pull the rug, they leave, the project disappears, or people, you know, pull their 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 crypto out of it, and everyone's like, "Ah, oh, what happened?" Um, so, do you see astrology as something that could show us when something like that would be likely to happen? Yes, I think astrology can be used for that. Absolutely. Um, I think that it's important to, to note that with astrology, like you can look at like the patterns of like shifts of things occurring and the likelihood of something occurring. Astrology can't necessarily predict like what price something is going to be or like, you know, what level it's going to get to, but you can look at the overall quality of volatility of what's coming up uh and you can tell the likelihood of like something like that happening for sure yeah okay okay which kind of well i'm not saying that's what happened but which kind <laughs> of brings us to luna <laughs> because i'm super curious about luna i know we spent time talking about it and you know for those of you who don't know it's a cryptocurrency that was viewed as one of the most promising cryptos and, you know, it was doing really well. It reached an all-time high of like $119. Um, you know, I, like I told my mom, I was like, remember when I felt crypto rich? Well, you know, it was like one week, you know, everything was good. And then the next week it was very bad. <laughs> so it was like, I had a lot. And then I was like, feeling very crypto rich. And the next thing I knew, all my crypto was worth like 14 cents. Okay. So, so, um, so it took a big dive and, you know, a lot of people, you know, lost their investments in it. And then shortly after that, they, they were like, Oh, Oh, we'll just launch another one, everybody. And so they launched another one. So I'm really curious to see what did the astrology look like for Luna uh, when it was at its high, when it crashed, and also what the heck was going on when they started the new one? And then what did the astrology look like for the guy who's running all of this? And, you know, how can astrology take a look at all of that and kind of like tell us a story? Okay. Yeah. That's a, like a big question. <laughs> it's kind of a loaded question, but yes, there is a lot. Uh, yeah, well, it, I mean, I definitely saw a lot of volatility. So do you want me to go ahead and like screen share some of what I found or how do you want me to just tell, tell about should, How should we start? Should we start with um, the person? It's your call. I mean, I, I guess I could just talk about it for a second. I could just introduce yeah. it. In I mean, we could start with the company, Tara, or we could also start with um, the uh, guy who's running it too. Sure. Um, I, I think that uh, we can do either or. They're kind of all interconnected, but I'm saying like, do you want me to screen share or just kind of talk about it to start? Oh yeah, let's screen share since we're doing video. I thought it, that's why I thought it'd be so cool to do this on video versus yes. audio because then people can actually see what you're saying, which I think is really interesting. Okay. All right. I have a million charts up, so let's, let's get it. Okay. All right. It's, it's thinking. Okay. This is why I was like, I want to get this all up before my computer freaks out. 
So this was the eclipse, which kind of took Luna out. Okay, sorry, let me start with, we want to do Doe's chart first. Okay, okay yeah. Yeah, let's take okay. a look at him. So, let's see what he's got going on. So we don't know, we don't know Doe's like actual birth time. So we're a little bit limited as far as like what information we can get on him. But there are certain patterns that we can see and like why um, even the company that he launched like had specific placements. So this is essentially what a birth chart looks like for anybody who has never seen one before. And it's generally pretty time specific and intricate because we don't have an exact birth time. I'm going to ignore some of these like segments and whatnot. I'm going to kind of just look at um, like his placements. So, all right. So first thing that I see with Joe is he's a Virgo, um, Virgo sun, but then he has this stellium in Leo. So a stellium is when you have three or more planets in a given house or sign, and it indicates a cluster of that energy where you're going to have more activity in that area. So the moon for any, like in, in, the, in the chart of say like the country, uh, the moon represents the people, but in our own natal charts, that is going to be uh, like our own emotional needs. So he has this moon in Leo, he has this Venus in Leo, Mercury in Leo, and Jupiter um, in Leo as well. Let me just double check that. Yeah, so he's, he's got a lot of Leonian sort of energy. We don't know what house it is, so I don't know exactly like what area of life that manifests for him, but Leo energy tends to, um, it, it tends to be very confident, very driven. There's like a charismatic element to Leo energy, which is why I was saying you being a sun in Leo rising, like you are, you are not supposed to hide in the shadows. <laughs> Double Leo. <laughs> Let um, me out of the corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, okay. But then this is particularly significant because if you look at the Terra company, which I want to just have the caveat that as far as like exact times of things, it's very difficult to get an exact time for things like cryptocurrency, as well as like the creation of a company. So I don't have that info. So this is a little bit speculation, but no matter what time of day that, um, that this was created, most likely the moon of this company is going to be a Leo moon um, and I, you know, I said it for South Korea because it looks like that's where the company was created, even though it has headquarters now, I think exclusively in Singapore. Uh, but so the moon, his, like the moon for this company being in Leo shows that there is an alignment between his own chart and the chart of this company. So already it makes a lot of sense that this is there. Now, one other thing I'm really seeing that's also really crucial is this symbol right here. It looks like a little horseshoe. That's the North node. So every one of these glyphs represents a different aspect of a chart. So it can get really, really, really intricate. We're not gonna we're not gonna do like a full full chart reading here because I normally do those like one on one for like an hour uh, or more. Uh, but just looking at a few elements that will show you the patterns that are important for understanding like what's going on here. The North Node is the soul's path, and for a company, the North Node is really crucial. A lot of times, like, so even, uh, I, I know a lot of people track the astrology of Bitcoin, like a lot more than the altcoins. 
And like whenever there's a transit to Bitcoin's north node, like that's really significant. So the north node is really crucial whenever it comes to big movements of something or big events because it's essentially like a faded point. Mm -hmm. So we have that. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, yeah. And I was just going to say, you know, it is really interesting that they have similar charts. Like, why does yeah. that happen? Like, well, how is it like that maybe my company's chart would have a similar chart to me? Like, because how? it's compatible with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so his company is compatible with him. And, but it's so strange that, you know, they started it when the planets were in similar alignment. I know. Well, and that happens a lot. Like for instance, um, because I very painstakingly created the chart for my company before I officially launched it. Cause I want to have a very specific chart because I'm a Virgo rising and I'm obsessive as fuck about everything. And so I like made sure my company had a good chart. Not everybody does this and it ends up biting them in the ass, but, um, like, I really, really, like, was like, it has to be at this time. I told my lawyer he might have thought I was insane. Um, but I was like, you have People to incorporate it this exact time. What you say? questions, by the way. I didn't actually. Oh, them. I can't see that. Oh, my gosh. I can't People see the questions. Um, questions about the South Node. And does that come into play here? Yes. So the South Node is all. So the South Node and the North Node are always connected. So whereas the North Node is, I sorry. I, I by the way, I cannot see your questions when I'm screen sharing. Just FYI. Um, I'll read. I'll, I'll be the reader. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh no, I can't even. I can't even see them uh, while I'm screen sharing. Okay. So yeah. So the North Node and South Node are always connected. It's like the head of the dragon and the tail of the dragon. Um, the, uh, the head, right. The, the North, like where we're headed, what we are moving towards, that's the North node. And there is a direct opposite of that. It will always be on the same degree, but in the opposite sign. And that's going to be the South node. And the South node is our past, our karma, our comfort zone, what we have mastered. And there's a little bit of an esoteric element here in natal charts where it shows like maybe what we've done in other lifetimes versus what we've come here to do now, which is more the North node. When something hits the South node, the South node is a release point. It is often an ending. It is often something getting released, which is why I'm going to get into that actually with the lunar eclipse, because the lunar eclipse was on the South node, which is why like so many things to do with money completely tanked. And that is because the nodes right now are in Taurus, which rules money, and Scorpio, which rules power as well as money, because the Taurus and Scorpio axis is the money axis. So uh, I hope that answered your question. Um, but uh, but yeah, so but the North Node being here at 11 degrees, like I just want to point out that that means that the North Node for the company. Sorry, let me go back to where it was. Uh, oh no no no! Oh, it, it was here. Okay, whoops. So the North node for the company is in an exact conjunction with, um, with his, with his moon and his moon might fluctuate a few degrees depending on like the actual location or the time he was born. But I have a feeling that it's, it's around there because it just makes a lot of sense. It's very common for that to happen. Like, you know, 
stuff in my chart aligns with like the, the uh, chart for my brand, which is a separate chart from this chart for my company. I didn't actually plan that one on purpose. That was a while ago, but it lines up with my chart like crazy. So it often happens that way, even when you're not trying to do it. Um, and this becomes significant because that degree plays a role. Right. So, uh, so one thing I also want to point out is when you go to, let's see, we've got the Venus, which is money. Okay. So this is a really, really important degree that we're going to be looking at for understanding, for instance, not just like what happened with Luna, but why it resurrected so quickly that happened because Venus was in a trine with Pluto. So I'm just going to do something here. I'm going to show you where all the planets are at in their current position um, and where versus where everything is at. Okay, so this was three days ago, but this is not going to shift too much because Pluto is right here. It's very slow moving. So Pluto is currently at 28 degrees of, uh, of Capricorn. So basically in, in an exact trine, and a trine is a harmonious 120 degree angle aspect to Venus, which rules money. So the money in this chart for the company is going to be fine. Like I see this company resurrect, like having regenerative abilities and being able to res resurrect itself even after some sort of losses because Venus Pluto uh, aspects tend to create, like I said, regenerative abilities when it comes to anything to do with love or finances, which is often why you'll see them in a chart of a couple who should have broken up like 10 years ago. Um, but it's like, they're still, still at it. So that, that, so, but, but it does give staying power that, um, it does give staying power. And that is significant because we're going to be seeing a lot of stuff at the later degrees and around that like 11, 12 degree mark where his moon is at. Um, okay. And then this is the Luna all time high. Let's look at the chart for just the staking. Right. And this is Terra Luna. This is like another. So look here again, Leo Stellium. So that, so this is the sign for Leo. So this is the token for, uh, this is the token that we have for the chart or like, sorry, the chart for the token is what I meant. And there is some speculation as to like the exact day that this was created, but we based this on a tweet. Was it a tweet or a medium article that Joe himself posted? Oh, so which one is this? This is the actual token. This is the actual token. Yeah. 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 We looked at, um, you know, screenshots of when it launched and also, yeah, <laughs> screenshots. Yeah, we like scoured Twitter all of the corners of the internet to find this info. Yeah, we were trying to find the exact time also. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We, we couldn't find an exact time. So we're, we're going to be speculating a little bit in, uh, in certain aspects of this, but there's still quite a bit that you can see um, as to like the patterns that are forming. And again, the thing that you're gonna really wanna watch out for, or just you might notice on your own, is that you're gonna start hearing the same numbers over and over. There's a lot of stuff at these very late degrees and then that middle part of Leo or uh, other fixed signs, uh, which are Taurus, Scorpio, Lear, Aquarius. So, uh, so okay. Here we're going to see again. This is this is for the day that Luna was created because we don't have the time. The moon was in Taurus again. That 15 degree mark, which is very similar, it's around the same space of a sign as both Joe's chart as well as Luna's chart. 
it's and and a Taurus moon is actually really favorable in a lot of ways because it is considered to be exalted, meaning that Taurus is a great place for the moon. The moon loves being in Taurus because it tends to be a little bit stable. However, <laughs> this is not a stable coin whatsoever. So when I saw that it was like listed as a price stable coin, I thought this was hilarious. It has a moon Uranus conjunction. Okay, so this symbol right here, this is Uranus. And if anybody has questions or if this is like getting too intense, let me know and I will happily clarify. <laughs> Yeah, and I think like just looking, yeah, I what I think is interesting is just the similar, you know, the similarities between it's, you know it's the same, goes. it's the same patterns because you're going to see a very similar pattern on the Luna 2.0, which I thought was hilarious because I'm just like, it's it's the same thing. Yeah, so it's him, it's the company, <laughs> and then it's also um yeah, the token, and then um what about the all-time high so are you able to yeah i have the chart i have the chart for the all-time high i think the luna staking is really interesting so i wanted oh, to yeah. but i wanted to point this out um because this is really crucial so uranus is the planet of instability change and chaos um i i call him chaos steady because he basically is he's the lord of chaos it's all about the uh, the fluctuations of things. It is it is the polar opposite of stability, which is really interesting with Uranus right now being in Taurus. It's a very slow moving planet, so it's going to be in Taurus for a while. Um, but it correlates to uh, new innovations with currency. Taurus is money, right? Currency. But when the Moon for a chart and Uranus are in a conjunction, this is one of the most volatile connections that I feel like I could see for a chart. Like this is the exact opposite of stable. Um, and then when you look at also, um, did you want me to show the Luna staking or you want me to go straight to the all time? High? Yeah, let's look at the staking because that's when a lot of people were, well, staking their Luna. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like putting it away and being like, okay, it's gonna sit here and it's gonna make all this, you know, money for yeah. me. So the first thing that pops out for me, like if like, for instance, if you're trying to decide if something is a worthwhile investment, well, astrology is not, I'm not going to lie to you and be like, this is the only way to do it. This is foolproof. You know, there's, it, it, there are, it, it's not going to be like a hundred percent all of the time, but you can use it to better understand again, patterns and how something is likely to manifest. So if you were to show me as an astrologer, the chart would be like, hey, I'm thinking about investing in this and I'm thinking about putting in my entire life savings. I would tell you, hell the fuck no. Um, because <laughs> because unless you are just totally fine with losing it all. Um, because one of the things that I see in this chart, and we actually have the exact time that this was done and the exact day because this was uh, this information we got from the actual invitation for the staking. So the thing that I'm really seeing is with this ascendant. So the ascendant in any chart is going to be incredibly crucial. And this is why having your birth time is what is like really important. Um, we have the we have the birth time for the staking and it's 25 degrees of cancer 
What's significant about this is Pluto, which rules death, rebirth. You know, I talked about how like the US is going through its Pluto return. Pluto is a planet of transformation. It is not remotely a comfortable planet. It is the planet of power in its highest vibration, but it's also like complete total destruction, demolition, death and rebirth. So it is a constant fluctuation. There's nothing constant about Pluto energy, not really. And in 2020, right, because this was that's when this was created, this was first of all, very shortly after we had an eclipse, uh, which was very important. Uh, this is also around the time that we started to get all the stuff with COVID. And we're, what we're going to see here is there is a meeting of these two planets. This is a symbol for Saturn. Saturn is our structures, restrictions, obligations. And we have Pluto, again, destruction, rebirth. I call him underworld daddy. Again, it's like there's not a lot of stability here. And when the two planets meet, this first of all happens once every 35 years, there is some sort of epidemic or pandemic that occurs. You can totally fact check this. The last time was AIDS, the time before that was polio, the time before that was the Spanish flu. So that's how astrologers knew that there was something really, really major coming um, in 2020. But so the fact that this was created around this time and with that ascendant at 25 degrees, meaning Pluto is in an opposition with it, that says that everything to do with relationships, which is what this sector of the chart represents, is going to be volatile as hell. And then with a Saturn-Pluto conjunction, which is incredibly rare, also in Capricorn, it hadn't happened in over 500 years, on this point, like look how exact that is. Like this is like sandwiching right here. To me, this is a little bit, I don't wanna say a doomed chart, but it's one where the people that you're involved with that seventh house of connections is incredibly unstable and intense. Also, you have the moon here in Pisces, um, which is in, in a loose conjunction with Neptune, which is like the ether, has nothing to do with like the material world. It's very spiritual, but also a little bit confusing. In Pisces, I feel like this can indicate a little bit almost of a deception, maybe not purposefully so, but there is a there is a very slippery, elusive quality to this. I would definitely advise, personally, I would advise you not to invest. Also, the Venus here, which is money, is in the sign of its detriment, which is like I have my Venus in Aries, so I mean, I mean, whatever. But in, when it comes to money, like having something in the sign of its detriment is considered to be unfavorable. And then that is also in a harsh aspect with Pluto. There's just really massive fluctuations here. There's like very little stability in this chart. If this was a person, they would have a lot of emotional issues. Uh, okay. So. so as far as Luna's taking goes, it yeah. looks really crazy. Up it and looks down. a little crazy. It looks a little crazy. <laughs> I would have been like, treat this like how if you were going to Vegas and this was money you didn't want to lose or like you didn't care about losing. That's right. how I would, that's how, that's how I would see it. And then if you look at the all time high on, uh, gosh, sorry. There's so many charts. Well, this is Luna 2.0. Where was it? I think I just passed it. Luna all time high. Okay. So we have this is set for Singapore, I believe, because they already had their headquarters there. 
And then what's really interesting here is you see the same degrees. By the way, does this make sense or am I just going way too intense with this? You can totally stop me, Kelly, and tell me to water it down. <laughs> well, it makes sense to me, but I know Caitlin. Caitlin, where are you? <laughs> question, feel Caitlin, free to, to pop what's in. The reason? Wait, where is she? I think it, I think it makes sense. I was going to type in the chat, but I'll just go ahead and talk. Oh yeah. Just, okay. Yeah. That's easier. Faster probably. Yeah. It sounds, I think it makes sense and I'm following okay. along. So. Okay, cool. All right. Fantastic. Uh, I just wanted I mean, to check in to make sure yeah. that like, it wasn't, a, you know, I wasn't going off the deep end. Yeah. Like the key things are just like, it just seems like it was all over the place. There, was, well, and, and it's, and again, so this is like, so what I was saying is like, you're seeing all these like late degrees. So here we have the ascendant at 26 degrees. So that 26 to eight degrees, um, we, we had those same degrees uh, on, the, uh, on the staking chart. And then, and then we also had the ascendant at the like later degrees. And then also because this is another uh, cardinal sign, that means that it is forming a harsh aspect to Pluto here again, uh, which is at 28 degrees. Now, Pluto, like I was saying, it's, it's a little bit of, it's, it could be very destructive, but it can also be incredibly powerful, but it can swing wildly one way or the other, uh, which is also why, like I was studying a little bit more of the chart of Bitcoin before we were doing this and Bitcoin has gone through incredible highs and incredible lows since it started. And it has a very prominent Pluto Mars conjunction in its chart. And that's partially why it has great staying power. I don't think Bitcoin's going anywhere, for instance, but, um, but it is really like really, really volatile. But so with this, you know, you've got that Pluto ascendant. And then here you have this same, like you have this Jupiter Neptune conjunction here where there's almost a little bit of a delusional aspect. And this time, um, April 5th, this was right before we had the, uh, the conjunction of Jupiter and Neptune meeting, which also hasn't happened for quite some time. I believe it was like 180, 180 years. I'm gonna double check that before I confirm that. But it's, it's been quite a while since that happened and Jupiter expands things. It makes things really, really big. And whenever Jupiter, like, so in your own chart, in your own life, you know that you're having like something like big because like all of a sudden like like for you Kelly like you have all these big things like blowing up and coming into your vicinity that's Jupiter right like Jupiter just want to, wants to make everything bigger now we have when we have Jupiter and Neptune meeting there is an element of almost delusional optimism there is an element of almost delusional optimism you know for anyone in the manifestation community this was like a prime time for manif manifestation and I, I fully took advantage of that um, that was when I went viral on TikTok also. Um, so it's like the timing of this makes a lot of sense why this was an all-time high. There is a massive inflation Jupiter of a lot of the things that are very important essentially to, uh, to the, you know, to the chart of this, like of this company, particularly because we also do have those later degrees which we already talked about those later degrees, when it hits to those places, it really affects both the company and the token itself. However, Neptune is very slippery. Neptune is very, very, very slippery because it, it's, the, it's the planet of delusion, illusion, um, confusion. It'll, it's like spirituality, imagination, intuition, and in its highest vibration. It's really that, that 
energy of just like the ether, but in its lower vibration, it can be deception and it can be um, not necessarily willful deception, but it could just be something that is deceptive in nature in some way. And with Neptune in a square with the ascendant in a, which is a 90 degree angle aspect, or sorry, not a square, this is a quincunx aspect, sorry, 150 degree angle aspect, um, that it shows me that whatever is happening in this chart is very deceptive. That's why the all-time high and the all-time low are so close together. There's only, like, there's like, a, like what, less than a month or about a month apart. Um, because like after this sort of high, very like we're not seeing things clearly, then we, then we kind of get to the low. And what was super interesting to me was the timing of how, when this was all occurring. So I'm going to show you the chart for the solar eclipse, which we just had. Where did I have that? Sorry, I have like a million different things up. Uh, the new moon solar eclipse. This was on April 30th. And, uh, Kelly, when when did uh, when did Luna first start kind of tanking? Oh well, right around then. Okay, so this was the um, oh this was the solar or the lunar? This is the solar because it it, okay. it tanked between the solar and the lunar. Which oh yeah 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 oh okay well yeah yeah, yeah. so it was basically right in between there um, because like the crazy thing was that it started diving during the lunar yes really and, like it was already yeah. falling it was all time high and then yes. yeah 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 and and i'm going to point out why that happened too but remember how we were talking about how like something happened something happened behind the scenes here because i was looking at the chart of this and i want to just point out 11 degrees same spot later degrees of Aquarius. So this is like making a harsh aspect to, uh, to those, to that Leo stellium, especially in Joe's chart. Um, and Saturn is the planet of restriction. And then we also have, again, sun and Taurus, 10 degrees, Uranus, 14 degrees. And that sun Uranus conjunction, uh, I was talking about like this solar eclipse was very unstable. It could bring something very sudden and unexpected and super cool to your life. Uh, like actually, I think you and I first did our reading just a couple days before the eclipse. So you were you were like yeah. I feel like you were my like eclipse present. I was yeah. like, you're yeah, this we woman is so cool. Yeah, we're yeah. But that yeah, yeah, yeah. but that combo, I don't know if I'm saying it the right way, but like yeah. that combo. Now, is that the same one that was in Will Smith's chart? It's very similar. It's okay. very, That's very like, similar. Because it's, it was like. Yeah. But it's the, it's the same degrees. And the fact that it's the same degrees activates all of those charts. And a solar eclipse is all about cosmic course correction. It is off, like historically, it's aligned with major events that have changed the course of either our oh oh god okay there, whoops sorry about that I don't know what happened there uh <laughs> we didn't right. see it okay nope. okay anyway <laughs> um anyway uh <laughs> let me get back to my turn of thought so uh so yeah it, it often changes the course of either our own lives or on a larger global scale it could be major events 
um, you know, like in history. So solar eclipse is incredibly powerful and solar eclipses are action oriented, whereas lunar eclipses tend to be more of a releasing emotional sort of period. So we're going to look at that chart as well really fast, but you clocked it right. Like it's the same exact aspect. It's almost the same with the chart of, uh, the Luna, um, or like the, the Luna token, it was the moon and Uranus, this is the sun Uranus, but it's the same area. So it's activating that chart. So there's, so basically like what this is telling me is there's something very unexpected and destabilizing that's occurring to this token. So I was like convinced there was some major event and I love, cause we've been, we've been like researching this for a couple of weeks. Like we want to get our shit in order before we're going to tell you all this. Yeah. And, Thanks and we uncovered and we uncovered that on this exact day was when the headquarters in South Korea were dissolved. Right. 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 Yeah. Like nobody's been talking about that. Yeah. We found the paperwork. They dissolved. On the document. <laughs> they are basically out of there on, on that day, April 30th. And then yeah, it just tanks cool. a few days later, like, like that's yeah. super, and nobody's been talking about the dissolution of the headquarters. So that was really interesting. And again, yes, those same degrees are being activated, which also, again, because the North node for Terra is at that 11 degree mark of Tor, or I'm sorry, of, of Leo. That means it's in a harsh aspect with Uranus. It's in a harsh aspect with, so there's a very destabilizing thing that's occurring. And then with the lunar eclipse, which I think I have right here, um, we have the eclipse happening at those same degrees, those late, late, late degrees. So we have the moon here in Scorpio and it's in a conjunction with the south node. So there is some sort of major release karmically around power, around unhealthy power dynamics, around things that are not working that need to be dissolved because the south node is the release point. Um, but it's, it's also this energy of like the things that are unseen. And I also said this in one of my forecasts where I was talking about like, we're not gonna see the ramifications fully of the lunar eclipse like right away there's some secret things happening behind the scenes because scorpio is also the energy of the unseen and it's the energy of secrets and yeah so i just i find that really fascinating and again because it's at these degrees it's aspecting all of the charts mm -hmm. like it's hitting so, so this is like effort. the general this chart yeah so this is like the general state of things or yeah, and it, it, well, it makes sense why on the lunar eclipse everything tanked it wasn't just luna but luna in particular was hit because like we don't know joe's chart obviously but the fact that he has this like venus mercury conjunction in leo 25 degrees mercury hello like especially if say he's i'm just gonna just speculate what his rising sign is like say he's a virgo rising that mercury would be his chart ruler and that would be critical or if he's like, say, a Scorpio rising with what we have him at noon, then that would put his ascendant in a direct uh, conjunction with the south node, which would indicate a major, major release for him on a personal level. Um, and then uh, if you look at the Terra Company chart, again, 
you have a harsh aspect with this Uranus. So there's some major destruction that's occurring. Um, but Scorpio is the sign of death and rebirth, which is why just a week later, so unheard of, we have the Luna 2.0. Surprise. It's so Scorpio to HT, but it's also a little bit like, I don't trust this. When I'm looking at the chart, look at this moon Uranus conjunction. It is the same one. And it's along the same exact degrees. Okay. So this is Luna 2, which is now. And it has almost, it has so many similarities to the other charts. Like this is very, very unstable. Which is now just Luna. And then the other one is Luna Classic, which is (laughs) L-U-N-C. And, you know, um, yeah. So I think this is really interesting. Because you're just like, I don't trust, but what is all that drama over there? <laughs> what is all that happening on the, all of, well, the well, we don't do we, uh, this was the exact time that we got right when it was launched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because well, we so, have, yeah. So the drama is in the seventh house of partnership. Um, and also, um, you know, we've got like, We've got, again, this like late degree Venus in Aries, which is still considered to be in its detriment. Not only is it in its detriment, it's in a square, which is a conflict aspect again to Pluto. That's indicated by this red line. So we already saw what that creates. That's those massive fluctuations. And we also have, um, we have Mars conjunct Jupiter. So there's like mega, mega growth possible, but again, it's very unstable. And the moon Uranus conjunction in Taurus, what this tells me is that this token is like, like the company is going to be fine because it's, because it's in a direct correlation with the company chart. The company is going to be fine. It's the consumer that's going to bear the brunt of the volatility. And I mean, I know you can say this for a lot of tokens, right? Like the whole idea of crypto is so volatile, but I think this one in particular, I absolutely don't trust to be, to, to create any sort of stability. And again, you have all the same degrees. One thing I do like with this chart that makes it a tiny bit better for me than the original Luna is that the planet Saturn, which does create some stability when it's positively aspected, is in a harmonious aspect with this ascendant of the chart at 21 degrees. So it does give it a little bit more staying power, but I think this moon Uranus conjunction in the seventh house is really volatile. It's really unstable. And uh, the fact that the day of its launch, it like shot up and down, what, 50 times? It was like, it went from like to $4 to like 15, then back down. I mean, it was just a yo-yo. So you were saying that, you know, Bitcoin looks up and down, but it has staying power. So Bitcoin, Bitcoin's chart is a force to be reckoned with. Okay. Like I, if we did the chart of Bitcoin, um, it's, I think Bitcoin isn't going anywhere um, because it has a very, very strong chart. It has a lot of fluctuation and volatility too, but it's one of those, like, it's a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas not, and I don't want to say this one isn't, I just really don't trust it personally um, because astrologically, this is just really unstable. I think that 
when you're looking at if you're going to invest or not, you have to be prepared for very similar behavior as what the last token um, indicated because it's got a very similar chart in a lot of ways. And again, that Venus in its detriment square Pluto, ugh, like that in any chart is pretty nasty, particularly, particularly because Venus at that 29th degree mark, which is also called the anoretic degree, which also makes it really unstable, is the chart ruler for this token. And, it, and the reason that is, is because Libra, which is what's on the ascendant, is the, like, what's, what rules Libra is Venus. So you really want to look at how the chart ruler is interacting with other planets in the chart. And the fact that the chart ruler is so poorly aspected gives me a lot of pause. I wouldn't put a lot of money into this. I would see it as like gambling for crypto bros. <laughs> like this is how I would see it. It's like, like, like you don't want to like, huh? Gambling for what? Sorry, I had I to get said, I said I, I said, I said, I said, I feel like this is like, gambling for crypto bros uh, <laughs> sorry i had to kick a troll out i was i <laughs> someone I thought they out at the same time yeah <laughs> uh, okay i was like wait a second someone is being nutty <laughs> I'm like, oh, people are, I, I didn't see what they were saying okay oh they're just being dumb and awful trying to remove so, their comment they got kicked out yeah <laughs> got it oh yeah no i mean like i told you how i like invited somebody to this and they like was like on on tinder <laughs> uh, maybe that's your like luna is gonna be amazing and i'm like all right that's fine <laughs> i will say like i i still have my old luna because i it was in gemini and it's just there and we didn't get yeah. the new the new you know the airdrop of the new like others did um, but I will say, even though you told me it was crazy town, I did put some money into it too. And here's the thing, like, I mean, yeah. you can do that. You can totally yeah, do I that just did like, it for the fun of it. But and I think, well, and that's, I think that's the key is like, I think like, and I think some people just like the adrenaline rush. Like, let's be honest. That's why I was saying it was like, this is kind of like in some ways, like gambling for crypto bros. Um, because, you know, when you have such a volatile, unstable kind of chart, I think that like, yes, you could gain some money, but then it's, but it's just like, if you're looking for anything remotely stable, like this ain't it is what I mean. You know, like this is, this is, this is not, this does not have any of like the signs of being a stable thing. Uh, and that's just, that's like my opinion, just looking at the astrology of it. Like if this was a person, I'd be like, Ooh, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I'd be like, Oh, poor you. Uh, that looks rough. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so th that, that's kind of my opinion on it, but I mean, shit, more power to you. If you just have money to throw away that you're like, you can do that. And that like, that's like fine for you and that you're like hey maybe I win maybe I lose then I think that's a great attitude to have with this but this token I I just I don't fully trust and I think there's been a lot of behind the scenes stuff that's been happening I just feel like the company is going to be fine I think it's the consumer that's going to have the kind of the losses passed down to them that's how mm -hmm. that's that's how I see that
<laughs> just strictly astrologically, like I said. And, and so far, like, cause I said, cause we had this meeting like weeks ago and so far it, that's exactly what's been happening mm -hmm. is that it's just been really, really like really, really up and down. And that some people have been even making jokes that they're going to need to like launch a 3.0 soon. Um, but <laughs> hopefully not. Like if you've invested, I hope I'm wrong, you know? Um, but I would say that like for your future investments, if you want to, if you want to find something um, and you want to like see if something's going to be maybe a little bit more stable than something else, uh, then you can use astrology to track that. And yeah, that's just that's kind of what I'm saying. That's kind of what I'm saying. And I just yeah. think the dissolution of the headquarters is really interesting because nobody's been talking about like that massive tanking that happened right after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. I wonder if anyone has questions, Caitlin, yes. did you see any questions coming in? I mean, I, I saw some, <laughs> I saw some, we answered some, um, should I stop screen sharing? Um, yeah, let's go ahead. Okay. Let's yeah. see. Um, so if anyone, we have a couple people in Twitter spaces. So if anyone does want to uh, ask a question, feel free to raise your hand and I will bring you up. I don't see anybody on YouTube. Um, the only thing I think I see is somebody asked if Virgos and Cancers get along earlier. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, technically they do. Although I will say that you do have to look at the whole chart um, because somebody might be a Virgo son, which is like, that's what you know is your sun sign. But if they have all of these other things in their chart that like are totally different, then they're not going to be a textbook Virgo. Like if you've got a Virgo with like Leo the rest of the way, because Leo and Virgo follow each other, uh, then that's, that's going to be a very different type of Virgo. And the same thing goes for, um, for, for, can for cancer. So yeah. Um, so, so yeah, Virgo and cancer technically do, but you got to look at the whole gamut to really be able to tell how the person is but yes very just generally speaking virgo and cancers do get along and have you noticed anything i know um some people had mentioned the new moons and full moons and oh yeah the tracking of the highs and the lows of the market yes yeah i know a lot of people track bitcoin that way yes um, I do feel like that's a pretty reliable way of tracking the markets. I know there's like other financial astrologers um, that I followed who basically have said the same thing. Like that's one of the best, like that's the most reliable indicator is like new moons tend to be highs, whereas like full moons tend to be lows. So as far as like when you're buying in versus when you're selling, you know, you want to buy, right, when it's low, sell when it's high. Um, and yeah, like the moons can be used as ways of tracking that. However, eclipses are an exception because this eclipse that we had on April 30th was a low. And that's because, again, just how unstable that uh, solar eclipse chart was. And like that's, so that's going to happen. So, so eclipses are exceptions, but overall new moons tend to be highs and full moons lows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm wondering, could that be because of people 
with the full moons <laughs> and, you know, or, or do you think it ties into, you know, the astrology of the actual, you know, token or, or, or could it have to do with just people in general? This is bringing me back to the farmers, farmers, the almanac. farmers out, the farmers <laughs> almanac, We're just bringing it back. I love it. Coming full circle. Like, oh, the, 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 cow, the calves are going to be born during the full moon. So, yeah, <laughs> so well, um, well, yeah. going to drop. <laughs> Well, so, uh, so in terms of like energy tracking, uh, so, you know, solar or sorry, not solar eclipses, new moons tend to be a time of new beginnings. It's an energy high point, uh, whereas full moons tend to be a period of release and tend to be a low point. So even in our own energy levels, most people look forward to new moons because it's like something new. And the reason for that is because a new moon is always a sun moon conjunction. They meet at the exact same degree and minute of the same sign. So that happens every single month. And, I'll, and so it's, a, it's, it's an alignment of the sun, which is like vitality, our light, and the moon, which is our emotional needs, it's an alignment, it's an easier energy. Whereas a full moon is an exact opposition, like geometrically from, uh, you know, it's, it's the sun opposite the moon at the same degree. And it's, so it's two things that are opposing each other. So it creates more friction. So it's also a more emotionally volatile time. Like for instance, ERs actually have it reported that during full moons is when they have the most admit admittance. So it's like, it's just, yeah, it's more of a volatile time. Mm -hmm. So people are cashing out their Bitcoin and doing bad things, doing bad things during a full moon. <laughs> Wait, what are they doing? You're watching people do things? What's going on? No, 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 no. I'm just saying like if the ERs are full, people are just, things are happening. Things are happening. Like, yeah. Well, it's like I said, it's an energetic low point. And, yeah. and I think that really money currency is energy and it, you know, and it, it shows essentially like, like, it's just like, like it ultimately is an exchange of energy. And so when we have that energetic low, it tends to correlate with, uh, with the full moon. That makes sense. Yes. Yes. Especially digital. I mean, do you think there's a difference just energetically between digital currency and paper currency or not? Um, I mean, I think that the function of them is still the same. And I think that's kind of what it comes down to. But what I was saying also, as I was pointing out in all the charts, we have that Uranus planet, which uh, is all about change and like the unconventional, essentially like with that being in the sign of Taurus, which basically fucking hates change. Like it's a very ironic sort of place for it to be. But so it's, it's right now we are in a changing time of currency and it's more of a time of digital currency. Like digital currency is actually in some ways more exalted right now than, um, than like paper currency, but it's, it's still energy exchange. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I had to ask. <laughs> yeah. I hope yeah. that made sense and wasn't like the most esoteric possible response. Yeah. <laughs> I just checked for more questions. Some people are saying this is interesting. Um, others are saying, well, they like this. Other people are sending dirty pics in my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> so... 
Um, other than that, Wait, how are they doing this on like on Twitter? Oh, oh, we're sending messages on Twitter. I don't know if Caitlin's seeing anything else, but like. I don't know why, but when I do events, I get like dirty pictures and, and yeah. It's because you're hot. That's we don't want to see your butt. <laughs> we don't, but whatever. <laughs> it's just how they communicate. It's just how they communicate. <laughs> no dirty pictures on the end. Huh? You haven't seen any dirty photos? Okay. That's <laughs> good. That's good. Right. That's good. All right. Well, this is, yeah, I think this has been great. I think it's really interesting to see how you know, see the similarities. And so how do things look for, for Do Kwan? I know you said Tara, Tara looks okay, but um, so how does everything look for him? I mean, this is like, let me like see. A wild ride. And you know, they have like venture capital funding and things for, for all of this. So yeah. I'm just what would it be like to be a VC firm that, you know, funded this, you know, and he's um, like, okay, we'll just do it. Let me, let me let me pull up his chart. Honestly. Yeah, I'm just interested to see, and then um, that's the that's the question I have. <laughs> You're like, what's going to happen with him? Well, I do think not knowing his birth time does impact things a little bit, um, as far as like timing goes for him. And I sent a message to him, but he just didn't respond. I wanted his birth time. He probably thought I was insane. <laughs> Oh my god okay today's the 10th i'm gonna put in today's like date to see where everything is at where you born with his chart let's just see if i can get some stuff well um it's just it's loading i didn't have this chart pulled up so hold on a second oh, <laughs> it's just gonna oh, take okay. me a minute but like I remember, yeah, I remember when we briefly looked before. It kind of looked like he was actually going to be okay. Like, I mean, he's like a smart, you know, guy. Yeah, uh, did some research, and but it's really funny. Like the interesting thing in his chart is I'm that you have to like, see what's going on for him. Yeah, okay. yeah, like what you were talking right. about is he kind of has that like Leo confidence, but also that people like put trust in him. Um, there was something there about that. Um, that people just kind of like take what he says and they're like, oh, okay. I think that, okay, well, actually this is, this is interesting. So we are going to get into kind of like a juicy thing with him. So he has the first thing that pops out. I'm going to screen share it again. The first thing that pops out to me about his chart is that I see that he has Saturn at zero degrees Aquarius. So I find it I find the timing of the creation of the Luna token to be, to make a lot of sense based on his chart because December of 2020 was when we, uh, is when we had, yeah, it was 2020, uh, December of 2020 was when we had Saturn entering this like zero degree mark of Aquarius. So like all of the Capricorn stuff we had in 2020 was in an alignment with his North node, which is a soul's path, including Pluto to a degree, because, you know, like, so, so it just, it just made a lot of sense that he was creating something that had a lot of mass appeal Pluto uh, that was in a corporate form Capricorn that was aligned with his 
soul's path in a way. Like he was meant to build something that had a lot, like a wide reach. Um, and Capricorn also is the energy that we're seeing a lot of right now in terms of our like society, because Pluto, which again represents that energy of power, but it's also like, it's like the dark side of power as well. And because Capricorn is the sign of corporations and government, we're seeing a lot of transformation in that area, as well as volatility, things being uncovered, because Pluto is kind of that probing the depths and finding what's lurking underneath. We're seeing a lot of change when it comes to our systems, which would, you know, COVID also, like the pandemic contributed to. And in, 20, uh, in 2023, Pluto is actually going to reach this zero degree mark. So he is coming up on a major, major occurrence for him, depending on where this actually lands in his chart, because we don't know his birth time, it can manifest a couple different ways. But imagine in 2020, what we went through as a society. Now imagine somebody going through that in their own chart. He's going to start going through that in 2023, 2024, because that's when Pluto is going to hit his Saturn. So there's going to be a major restructuring and major transformation. He's probably going to go through some major transformation on a personal level, or maybe even some way very public, depending on like, again, where in this chart, in his chart, this lands. And, uh, but I, because, because of that Aquarius energy of like the thing that's unconventional and unusual, I think that if he does suffer major setbacks from the things that he's doing right now, I think he is going to have a comeback, but it's going to take, like, it's, it's probably going to throw him into some really massively uncomfortable and transformative like faces, if that makes sense. Uh, but that's like the thing that I see the most for him. I do think that right now with like his Jupiter being in these late degrees, um, you know, and, uh, and then like, we are going to have Jupiter dip back into Pisces. So right now for the collective, we have Jupiter in Aries, but it is going to dip back into the collective or in, into Pisces for a little bit in a few months. So it's going to hit his Jupiter again, which overall could indicate some sort of growth again. Um, so I feel like he'll be fine. I feel like he, he's, he's playing a role in a lot of ways. He's like, he's, he is meant to build something that creates a massive impact. I do see that in his chart. Like he, like that is very much almost like his destiny. So I do feel like no matter what happens with him, he is going to step into that role. Um, it might be something that's very like back and forth. Um, but ultimately, especially as we get to this 2023, placed with Pluto in a conjunction with Saturn, he's going to go through some major change, like major, major, like once in a lifetime change. Mm, okay. In order to get him to his power, like I do think it's for the good. Like I think he's going to come out of it much stronger, but it's, mm. but it, yeah, like he's got some intense shit ahead for sure. <laughs> so this was, <laughs> was like a warm up, right? So it yeah. kind of sounds like Everything that's happened with Luna, yes. classic Luna, you know, yeah. 2.0 and everything is like a warm up for where he's going to be in like 2020. 
how are so and so and I compatible, right? But it's like more in depth than like do Virgo and Scor or Cancer get along. It's like how does this person's chart and my chart overlap? Yeah. So we can look at that, and I can uh, I can give you a lot more insight on that relationship dynamic and what you can expect or what you should avoid, etc. Then we can, you know, we can look at like, yeah, like your chart for your company and like, when's a good time for you to launch something? When's a good time for you to sign or not sign things? Like, like I know Kelly, you were like, so I shouldn't sign things for a couple of weeks. I'm like, yes, hold off because you're going to get more information because we were in Merc because Mercury was retrograde. Mercury is all about communication. And so when it's retrograde, you know, it's like not the best time to make binding commitments. So like you have, you have that available to you. Uh, you have, you know, like I have some people who they don't know where they want to live and, or where they want to travel to. So you, there's something called extra cartography where you actually can see where in the world you are compatible with. And when you visit those spaces, you're going to feel that energy. And it's, you know, if it's aligned with you, you're going to feel better. If it's not aligned with you, you're going to be like, I hate this place. So you have like, I've done that for clients. There's a lot of different things you can do. And then if you want to just have something to keep up with the energy in a way that's like easily digestible, um, you're learning, but you're also like not having to do all the work yourself. Like I kind of just like tell you where everything's at and you can keep track of it. Um, I very much recommend my subscription service. Like I created it for this reason. Like I want to make it so that, you know, you have the ability to like see how everything is affecting you directly every time it's happening instead of just getting like a general overview. And I spend a lot of my time making those. I put my whole heart and soul into them and you get two subscriptions per month. It's $11. I tried to make it very affordable. So I have that. And then if you want to just follow along, I have, uh, I have TikTok, which is where Kelly found me. And I have some very informative, slightly unhinged TikToks that you are welcome to watch and get information, all the astrology. Um, and so the, all of my handles are enter the vertex. I just got notifications. I have several imposters. Uh, so that was what those messages were. They were like, hey, there's somebody pretending to be you. And I'm like, again. So anyway, it's always going to be one word, no spaces, no anything. Enter the vertex because my company is the vertex. And uh, yeah, and so that's what it is on Twitter or, well, actually, yeah, because I, I just started a Twitter. Um, so that's what it's going to be on Twitter. It's going to be on Instagram. It's going to be that on TikTok. And I also will never message you and ask you to book a reading or any of that. So if somebody's doing that, most likely it's a scam. Just be aware. It's unfortunately that like I have a few imposters. And uh, I'm also on Facebook. I mean, yeah. And then if you have any questions about anything and you just want to reach out to me, um, I can, I'm, I'm not going to be able to like answer too many chart specific questions, but if you have a question about like something that's like with the subscription or you're having issues with something or just like a basic thing, uh, I have that. So yeah. Okay. All right. Enter the vertex all over the place, <laughs> all the socials, all the socials. Yeah. 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 Thank you for hopping on here. I thought this was really interesting and yeah, Mercury retrograde. I had so many contracts just sitting there staring at me and in my inbox, but like I actually did sign one with somebody. Cause like I bring up people as contractors before hiring as employees yeah. and like shouldn't have done it. Have done it. <laughs> I know you told me you were like, I changed my mind. I'm like, told you. <laughs> 
I second oh, that opinion. <laughs> you say, Caitlin? I said I second that. Oh shit, no time. <laughs> I was just like, what could happen? Ah! A lot. Well, you know, and, and sometimes it's unavoidable. Sometimes yeah. it's unavoidable and sometimes you just have to do it. Um, but the thing with Mercury retrograde that you want to like the survival guide of like how to like get through that is like, you want to make sure you're double, triple checking everything, like over communicate with people. Thankfully we're not in Mercury retrograde time anymore, but right now we are just starting what I refer to as retrograde season because we just had Saturn Sky Daddy Saturn, as I like to refer to him, because he's the stern father of the Zodiac. He's like the planet kind of in charge. And he just started going retrograde on the 4th. And uh, so we have that happening until October 23rd. And it's going to be a time of restructuring things like wherever you have Aquarius in your chart. Or if you want to find out like where this is happening, um, feel free to subscribe to my my subscription and I will give you all the info and I will explain to you the best way to work with it for you. So yeah. And it is very detailed. So I do perceive it and it is very detailed. <laughs> the first time I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, so much work goes into this because I know how much work goes into like the writing and making the videos and everything. So it's like um personalized, really. Mm -hmm. I mean it feels yeah. Yeah. So it's really awesome. And That's thank cool. you so much. Yeah. And yeah, this was really interesting. So maybe Doquan will get back with me and he'll be like, why were you talking about my chart? And he like, because <laughs> yeah. like, I sent him a message. I was like, it's just your birth time, please. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing if he got back to you though. But then he would also probably be mad at me for his token you so. said he's gonna be all right but he's just sounds like he's just got a crazy road ahead he, well he does and also like what i was saying with that uranus moon square that he's going through right now is i mean there he there is a lot of turbulence and change um and that eclipse that we just had the solar eclipse was making a direct aspect to his moon because it was at 10 degrees of taurus so it's like, and you know, and, and his moon's in Leo around those degrees. So it's like, I definitely see that he's going through a lot of change. Makes sense that he dissolved the headquarters that exact same day, but that's astrology in action for you. Eclipses are big moments where people really start to believe in astrology if they didn't before, because they are like, oh, things are happening. Like big, like movie moments is what I like to call them. You know, it's like when you like decide that you're like fed up with your job and you fake your death and run away to join the circus. Like, that's, it's those kind of times um, energetically or, or whatever your version is of that. And it, and it doesn't always hit everybody the same way. Like if it actually hits something in your chart the way that it hit does, then it's going to be more impactful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of liked this, this whole retrograde really. And I was like scared of eclipse season and everything, but it was like, oh, all these great things are happening. It's all great. It's all wonderful. It was weird. So, cause like I was scared. You, you have a lot of good things happening. You remember our reading. I was like, girl, get ready. Things are just going <laughs> to taking off and taking off. And then I, and it was like a few weeks after our first reading, you were like, you were right. Things are really taking off. Yeah, you were telling me like to get ready. All this stuff was going to start happening and like all this stuff started happening and you just, like, <laughs> yeah. that's how astrology works yeah like, uh -huh. the other crazy thing is like people are like 
trying to get me to like leave what I'm doing. I'm like, don't you understand? I've got like a couple of companies I'm running. I can't just like run off and like- You're very, you're run, very high in demand. Run your, <laughs> your thing. <laughs> but it's nice- Very high in demand. At least. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much again. And I'll make sure that I put your link everywhere. So anyone who wants to get in touch can. Amazing. Yay. <laughs> All right, Thank everybody. Thanks for having me. This was this was awesome. I'm really glad that we got to uh, got to dive into this. This is really fun. Yeah, and thank you for everyone who came. Thank you for everyone who's still here at, in the VIP section over here. Yeah. Hi, then, mom. Is <laughs> your mom in there? And then we've got the, the, the YouTube. I don't. It's happening everywhere. Is all I know. Yeah. And so we're, we're 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 just sending it everywhere. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Caitlin. And I see, uh, yeah, and thanks to CJ too for coming in and, and jumping us off with us. Yeah, thanks for the, uh, the beats. <laughs> yeah. that. Alrighty. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. <laughs> Transhumanism. Transhumanism.